listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Those who are in the word, who are faithful to him, 
Um, they, they've got a promise. They've got a promise, and the biggest promise of all is eternal life. There's no death, which is to say the devil. Satan is death, and he's been sentenced to death, and uh, he's the only one right now until the great white judgment throne. And then I went to James 4.4, and that's one of my uh, favorite books, The Gospel of James. And of course, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. It's enmity. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Now, see, that's one that's pretty tough for a lot of people because they're in the world, and it's kind of hard not to be of the world for some. Well, now, I, I, I thank God that I have not had that problem in a long time. Yeah, of course, we, we are in the world. We're flesh and blood. We love to be able to, um, you know, to be able to talk to one another and, and you know, be able to uh, go out and, and just have fellowship and have a little fun. I mean, God is not the author of, of, uh, of uh, you know, of disdain and, and, and hating fun and good old-fashioned clean fun. He's not that at all. And he wants us to enjoy ourselves. He wants us to enjoy life. Unfortunately, not many can. Today, many seek pleasure, and they seek all kinds of pleasure at the expense of sanity, of uh, the renewing of their minds. So they don't know what true fun is, true enjoyment, good laugh here and there, and uh, going on with life, you see? They don't understand what that's all about. But they will, I mean, at some point in their lives. The person that doesn't have fun, person that doesn't enjoy a little bit of a good pleasure, good humor, um, you know, good getting out into the world now and then, is not a happy person, whether they are Christian or not. They need to renew their minds and refresh their thought processes. Every day now we are being bombarded with more propaganda, more fear, more loathsomeness, more outrage, more, uh, uh, you know, tragedy, so we're told, and more bad news that it's pretty, pretty hard for us to understand how to escape all of this. The only way to escape is in the scriptures. So every day, you know, I get up. And uh, I read the scriptures before I start the day. I, you know, and I've been now reading through Second Chronicles again. I've been reading the whole scriptures all over again. I'm on 30 now, chapter 30. And we read about the kings of Israel, and we read about Hezekiah there, who's coming in now, who's coming into reign. He was one of the good kings, but most of them were pretty rotten. Most of the kings did not walk in the ways of their fathers. And, you know, we've, we've had Asa, we've had a whole number of other kings that came, and many of them didn't last very long. Some ruled in Jerusalem over Judah, uh, some ruled over the house of Israel for a long time. But many of them, unfortunately, missed the mark. They failed. They failed the mark. They have done it repeatedly. That's for today, folks. That's the message for today, is that if you're not learning the lesson that those kings had to learn, 
and the people of true Israel had to learn. Then, you're in a pretty sorry state. You're in a pretty tough state of mind. And you need to correct all of that. You need to get out of those doldrums. You need to see the truth and come clean. You really have to come clean and get with the program. And to do that, of course, the only way to do that, as I say, is getting into the Scriptures. Now, how many of you can do that? How many of you can actually come clean and be with the program? I don't know how many, but I know the time is growing short now. When we are seeing evidence every day, we're seeing all kinds of volcanic activity. Uh, You know, one up there in in Iceland going back 6,000 years has not been this active as it's claimed to be reported right now. We need to be aware of the signs of the times because the signs are very ominous right now, and they are getting very bad, very, very loathsome, my friends. If you don't know what they are, then, boy, you'd better get with the program. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for our benefit, all of us together that we may understand what it is that we need to understand to prepare our minds and our hearts for the days ahead. The days ahead, the days coming, are going to make today look like a picnic, folks. Look like a picnic. That's how bad it will get. We're told in the book of Revelation that in Except those days be shortened, even the very elect of God would be deceived. So we don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. It's tough for those that don't have the whole armor of God on their souls, their minds, their hearts. You notice, very interestingly enough now, that as this COVID crisis begins to morph into a uh, phasing out of the probably the, the largest hoax in medical history in this century, no question about it. The way it's been handled, the way it's been promoted, the way it's been treated by the media and by the so-called medical profession, as all of this now is entering into a new phase, a fourth phase, fifth phase of reopening of unshuttering. You notice all of a sudden now we have these wild men with guns, these white racists, these white supremacists, the media bosses keep telling us. And of course you know what I'm getting at, right? You understand what I'm saying. The latest one was this Atlanta shoot, as I call it. A shoot in Atlanta, Georgia, which As you know, many of you live in Georgia. Many of you live in Atlanta. Many of the people that have listened to this program. You know that the Homeland Security Department, the Israeli-run Homeland Security Department, is operating full swing across the country. They have been for a long time to perpetuate a number of false flag attacks and a number of these PSYOPs in order that we may be seduced 
into giving up our firearms, into giving up our liberties, into giving up our ambitions to think that we can live as a people without a security bridge. That's right. We need this huge apparatus of security around us to protect us from whom? Oh, the enemy. And the enemy now has morphed all the way in the last 90 to 100 years, all across the oceans, to, of course, it was the extremists in Islam that were the boogeymen. That was the latest since 9-11. Is the boogeyman is coming to get you. Beware of the Allah Akbar Brigade. Beware of the Jokar Zanayevs and the Tambalan Sanayas, who come here to do us harm because they don't like our modern age. They don't like our beautiful culture of death. They just don't like the things that we have, our possessions, our cars, our trucks, our SUVs, and all of this. Obviously, all of that was a hoax, a massive hoax. But now, after 9-11, and ever since we saw what happened in 2012, and the Newtown, Connecticut shoot, and the Boston Marathon bombing drill, now we have a new culprit. And he, of course, is the white male, particularly. Whitey is the bad man, and all others, all others are just victims of his proclivities, of his prognostications, of his predilections, and all of his perversions in thinking. That's the stereotype. That's the image, the stereotyped image. And so we have, you know, all of the media, all of the corrupt Cosa Nostra-owned media, we have the headlines like on NBC News today, Atlanta suspects alleged sex addiction, just like other addictions, health experts say. And then they go on from there. And they talk about other articles that are posted. Well, he didn't have really a sex addiction. He was a white supremacist. And it was out of hatred for Asians that he decided to go and shoot up this massage parlor. And a number of them. He just, just couldn't get it out of his system. that They were of a different race and they were terrible people. Now, during World War II... When Roosevelt used that tactic, you see, and the whole entire War Department used that tactic and said that the Japanese were the slanty eyes and we had to go and nip the nips, you know, that was acceptable. In fact, they were cultivating it. This government was promoting it, the War Department, through so-called newsreels, propaganda newsreels. They were doing the same thing with the Germans and the Italians. And this was standard operating procedure, was to demonize them, stereotype them. Now, of course, we've seen the light, and we just didn't know any better. We just didn't know any better. But now we know better. We know who the people of God are, and they obviously are not white. And we know who the people of Satan are. Well, they are the whites, the demons, the white demons, you see. All of this is standard operating procedure for this synagogue of Satan. You see the pattern. You see it all the time now. 
And uh, we're seeing it more blatantly now than ever before. Why? Because we're reaching the end. We're reaching the end of this earth and heaven age. So we know that means it's going to get much worse. Much worse than the days ahead. I want to talk about that today. And I believe, I'm not sure if he's here or not, but we've had some difficulty, technically speaking, with uh, the Skype connections to our intended guest, and he is uh, John Friend, who, of course, is um, one of the correspondents, one of the writers for the American Free Press publication. And if he's there now, I think we'll, well, let's see, is he there or not? Uh, yeah, Sam, yes, sir, Rick, is? can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Yes, sir, John? Yep, I'm here. Yeah. Okay, thank you. We had a little trouble getting you up here, John, but I'm glad you're here because, uh, you know, I promised the audience that uh, hopefully this week we would make it happen, and here we are. It's good to have your company again. You were here a long time ago, and you were here, uh, what, I guess it's been about two or three years now since we've had you yeah. on, so I'm happy to have you back, okay? And, uh, yeah, yeah thank you. you uh, I, I appreciate it. You know, it's funny because the last time I was on, it was shortly after the alleged mass shooting in Las Vegas, uh-huh. which we discussed in the last in the last time. You know, the last time I was on your show. And yeah. um, now, of course, we have another alleged mass shooting. This time in Atlanta, which um, I frankly I, I really haven't had a lot of time to dig into all the details, but. Anytime you see, you know, an alleged mass shooting promoted in the mass media, I am very, very skeptical, to say the yeah. least. Um, authentic, That's always like, a wise real. way of looking at it, because it follows a, a set pattern. We've seen this repeatedly. The way I watch the evening propaganda is to watch the lead story, to watch how it's milked, to watch how it becomes an infatuation of the media, and then you can pretty well assume there's more here than meets the ear and the eye, and I agree with you fully on that. You know, um, as, as I was just uh, saying in the opening comments here, what what's so fascinating is we've morphed, you know, from one bad guy to another. We've, we've always found that they're either Muslim or Christian or white supremacist, John, or, or white nationalist, and all of a sudden, you know, for the last year, it's been pretty quiet outside of a few instances across the world. Now that uh, we're being prepared for a, quote, reopening of our economies and our, uh, our way of life, all of a sudden we're back to these deranged right-wing supremacists. I guess it was the Hillary Clinton mentality would say the vast white right-wing conspiracy is everywhere. And sure enough, here we are. We have another another madman, another crackpot, and of course he picks on people who are not white and who uh, look a little different from the average white American Anglo-Saxon male. And so we can't uh, we can't tolerate that. Uh, you know, we got a stereotype, but we've got to make it a, a number one all points bulletin police wire. We've got to go and get it. We've got to go and stop it. And sure enough, I was also reading one of the other headlines that now we need to uh, see if we can come together and bring this this hatred to an end. And we need to come and all love one, 
one and another. You know, like a Rodney King uh, again, and and we need to just come together in a communitarian fashion. So that's what I'm seeing. Come right back with you, John, and let you share your thoughts, folks. We'll be right back. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Hey, rejoining us, folks. Rick Adams here on RepublicBroadcasting.org. We have John Friend, a correspondent with the American Free Press. And, uh, John, let me uh, let me uh, now dovetail this uh, reference with one of the recent columns that you wrote in a uh, previous uh, edition of AFP had to do with QAnon. And you were dealing with the question, is it indeed uh, a so-called legitimate conspiracy organization or is it, in fact, a front? 
or the CIA and so on and so forth, Intel. Would you like to elaborate on that column, please? Give us your Yeah, view. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and QAnon is something that I, I've written about um, over the course of the past couple of years anyway, since it really sort of started gaining traction. I think in 2018 probably is when it first came, you know, to the fore and at least, you know, in alternative alternative media and, you know, sort of patriotic circles. And it's, it seems pretty clear at this point that it, it was sort of like a sort of like a psyop, right? Um, th- that seems pretty clear at this point. I mean, basically all of the main predictions that these people were making, none of it ever actually materialized. And it was almost like a, a dead end rabbit hole that led, um, you know, probably a lot of genuine patriotic Americans into just sort of sitting around and, and trusting the plan, so to speak. That's mm-hmm. that's basically my overall take on it at this point. Um, you know, and, there, and there's still people out there that are still promoting QAnon and still promoting the idea that, you know, the deep state is going to go down and all these people are going to be rounded up and arrested and Trump is going to come back into office, which, I mean, at this point seems like a total fairy tale um, given where we're at politically in this country. So, yeah, that, that's that's kind of my overall take. Um, there's a guy that I follow, uh, Mike King, who runs a website called Real – I think it's – now it's called Real History if I'm not mistaken. Um, he used to run a website mm-hmm. called tomatobubble.com. And um, he, you know, he's a great researcher. You know, he's been covering QAnon pretty closely over the course of the past few years, and and he sort of always lend lended a lot of legitimacy to it and viewed it as like an authentic, you know, deep state insider that was, you know, releasing information and and you know was sort of like on Trump's side. But even you know, even he has sort of had to come out and admit that you know th- this looks like it was basically a psyop and. You know, des- designed to just keep people trusting the plan and not actually doing anything and and fighting for the rights and, and standing up for the country. Well, absolutely. Uh, that that seems to be apparent that uh, the CIA has its uh, its um, if you will its double shadow boxers. You know, and uh, when they create these uh, these organizations or they have a role in promoting them through their media, of course then you can pretty much see the handwriting on the wall. They create a, you know, an enemy, and they create a, a radical right-wing extremist type of movement, and then they demonize it. And if they demonize it, and many of the things they say they say are not true, the media always show us the right way and correct it, then we know that it's being used by them as a political football and trying to convince the great, vast, unwashed American public that they need to eschew them. They need to uh, stay away from them. You know, they need to embrace moderate positions, you know, like Joe Biden's positions, so on and so forth. So people are perpetually confused. And more often than not, John, what I find is a reaction to this stuff by people. They're not really paying attention. They're not, you know, buying into the media attacks on a daily basis about whitey and about how bad they are and so forth but the aim is not to make them sit up and and jump when they speak from the media i believe the aim is to deeply invade the subconscious mind so that the subconscious mind eventually is given over to the next series of hoaxes or even real events that will result in more sublimation you know more subjugation of people physically as well as mentally, to accept 
their goal of a global one-world government. You know, I, I think it's rather subtle and, and rather dastardly. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things right. where they they uh, they work through subterfuge. You know, that's what I I see is happening. Yeah, and it's interesting to note how it sort of played right in to the the left wing media narrative of like this idea of you know white supremacist extremism. Yeah, and yeah. we see that on steroids now with the Biden administration. There was actually a really really revealing article published by Time Magazine. Time Magazine has been publishing a lot of very revealing articles since the election. They had that one about. Um, basically, well, it basically outlined how the the election was stolen, right? They they sort of you know interviewed all the key players, all the key figures involved in it, and how they undermined democracy and and, and basically stole the election. And then they re- and then they published an article just a couple weeks ago um, about Biden's that like an inside look at the Biden administration's um, attack on white supremacy and and white supremacist terrorism and extremism. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, groups like the ADL are like the first, you know, people being called to, you know, to sort of develop policy um, and and sort of come up with a strategy to combat, quote unquote, white supremacy. It's I mean, literally, like everything is so inverted and just upside down and totally, totally opposite. Right. I mean, and, and, you know, this is something that's been going on even under President Trump with the DHS and the FBI regularly coming out with their annual threat assessment report. you know specifically targeting white supremacy as like the main threat facing the country while blm and antifa are openly looting and destroying major cities across the country it's totally opposite hold on we'll come right back john see where you are rick adams you are tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Extendivite has proven time and again it really works. Here's a testimonial from Amazon.com. I am only 40, but I have put my body through hell working in manufacturing for 20 years. I recently started to notice a buzzing feeling along with a stuttering sensation with my heart. I had a full cardio stress done, which I passed. I decided to try Extendivite after getting the jingle stuck in my head. Halfway through the bottle, I really did notice a difference. After getting home from work, I would just sit in a chair for a few hours feeling like crap, and this stuff reduced that feeling along with heart discomfort to almost nothing. 
Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. But what else is there to do with thieves and murders taking over? Thank you for that, and we're back now with John Friend. And, uh, John, you know, uh, you have uh, dealt with this uh, whole question. You sort of hinted on, you know, some of your previous articles having to do with a, a history of capital uh, attacks, that is, uh, capital attacks in Washington, D.C., and you highlight some of them going back a number of years, including, I guess it was the 1993 attack that uh, you referenced uh, in the caption of the article uh, in a recent edition of AFP, and uh, you're absolutely right in noting that all of these these communists actually out-and-out communist-run organizations going back to the 70s and 80s, you know, uh, you know, the Jerry Rubin type of uh, Abby Hoffman type of organizations, SDS, that type of thing, you know, have actually been rather um, rather copious in Washington and elsewhere across uh, the country, the Berkeley Brigade. So you talked a little bit about that in a recent column, and uh, I, I know you might want to amplify on some of this, and you already have a little, but go ahead. Tell us what you see of this hypocrisy of the media in talking about uh, Trump and January 6th and all of what we've seen uh, transpire. Yeah, I mean it's 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 sort of fascinating. I mean, you know, you, the the media won't even you know address or, or, or report on some of these like authentic insurrections that took place in the United States Capitol and other capitals across the country. Um, you know, not not to mention, um, you know, the the what we've seen over the course of the past year with the rioting and looting carried out all across the country at the hands of BLM and Antifa. Even Antifa still to this day is, you know, rioting and, and engaging in an authentic insurrection. I mean, if you want to use that word accurately, you look at what the radical left has done over the course of the past year and even before. I mean, you, you know, think back of like back in like 2015, early 2016, when Trump first announced his candidacy and you couldn't even go to a Trump rally without being attacked. I mean, all across the country. Average Trump supporters just trying to go and hear the man speak were being violently assaulted. So this is an authentic, legitimate insurrection 
This is actual terrorism taking place against America First Patriots, which is downplayed and even justified in some cases by the mass media, by the liberal democratic establishment. And meanwhile, they're, they're trying to hype this alleged threat by the right, by right-wing extremism, by what they call white supremacist terrorism, which is basically non-existent or entirely manufactured by the media and by organizations like the FBI. It's like every single time you look into one of these alleged you know, plots, you look at like the, the, the alleged plot against the, the Michigan governor – that sort of oh, yeah. was reported on yeah. and, and, and unfolded back, I think, in October leading up to the election. Um, mm-hmm. it, it turns out the whole thing was fake, and it was basically led by an FBI informant himself, right, to sort of set this narrative mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. and, and that's the case time after time after time. And it just plays right into the media narrative, you know, demonizing basically white people, you know, white conservative Christian Americans – and right. it sort of just plays plays right into this agenda. It's absolutely outrageous, and it's so transparent and obvious at this point. Um, you know, and and certainly we oh, see yeah, that yeah. continue to unfold with the alleged insurrection at the Capitol, which I mean, if you look at it objectively, it seems to be nothing more than a, a basically disorganized and and like legitimately mostly peaceful protest compared to what we've seen at the hands of BLM and Antifa over the course of the past year. And I think it's becoming increasingly more and more clear that there were agent provocateurs and, you know, sort of dishonest actors involved in setting up this media spectacle at the Capitol, which was used, you know, to again, to sort of advance and and further and and, and justify this this anti-white agenda that we see unfolding right before our eyes right now. No, you're right. It it, it is particularly odious because it is. It is a racist, anti-racist paradigm that we're seeing. And that in itself makes it racist because it is one race that is stereotyped above all the other races and it is made to experience what is really white guilt. I don't see the so-called white supremacists around. There are people who are white separatists and that's fine. You know, Randy Weaver and so he was not a supremacist when they went on a murderous rampage against his wife and child. Uh, the FBI did that, as you remember. Um, but no, uh, there, there is no real apparent boogeyman in the bedroom. You know, there's no 800-pound gorilla that I see who is, uh, pardon the pun, but, you know, saying we've got to kill all these people and we've got to go and murder all the blacks. So it is done. It is done on a consistent a serialized basis, night after night after night after night, all you hear about is white cop beats up and kills black man. Uh, you know, that type of scenario. Whether it is true or not, whether the facts be known, it fits the paradigm. And this is obvious that it is an attempt by the CIA, Mossad, Intel community, which run the media. No question about it. They are directly tied together to try to destroy what is left, particularly of the white male in America. He's already been, you know, sort of transgenderized and denuded, you know, of his uh, sexual uh, uh, authority, his, his familial authority and the family. He's, he's made to feel like the idiot that he's supposed to be, and uh, all white, uh, whether it's women or men. They have to be cast as villains, and that's clear. 
I mean, it's never been Absolutely. more apparent. Imagine if you had done this with any other group. Uh, you know, I, you know. Forget about just the you know the Asian community. Let's just take uh, uh, any group like, uh, well, for instance, the, the uh, uh, well, the brown race, let's say, or or people who are mulatto, and just doing the same thing—a stereotypical image of them every day, or somebody from Africa who is not white and who is black—and they uh, just take an example every night in the media. See, black African kills white family. And that's going on, by the way. You know, we, we see instances of that. Uh, you know, uh, at least we, we see the reports of them uh, almost every single day where whites are being killed, whites are being singled out, whites are victims of what should be called hate crimes. And, of course, they're not reported at all, or they're underreported. But you can, you can imagine what, what would be the reaction from all those other ethnic communities. And yet, we see white people sitting down and just lying down on their face and taking it, saying, go ahead, take me away. I, I surrender. You know, isn't right. that the most uh, interesting part of it? They lay down and yeah. play dead. Yeah, it's true. I mean, whites, generally speaking, have been psychologically disabled from thinking critically about these issues, apparently. And, you know, it's interesting with this, um, this alleged, quote-unquote, massacre in Atlanta – which, you know, as I mentioned, I, I'm very skeptical anytime the media is talking about a mass shooting when, like, legitimate, authentic mass shootings involving blacks are not even reported, as you mentioned. Um, but it, it's sort of interesting how this sort of plays into this anti white narrative. And, you know, we, we have been seeing a lot of violence against Asian Americans all across the country in, in cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. But the violence is the violence committed against Asian Americans has almost exclusively come from blacks. And now here we have this media promoted narrative about this white man going in. I think he was he's said to be like a 21 year old, um, you know, white guy from Georgia that went in yeah. and, and shot. I think eight total people have died. They, they're saying, which again, you know, I'm very very skeptical of. Who knows if this even happened? At least the way the media is saying it happened. Right. Um, who who even knows? I mean, there's no real way to, you know, to verify any of this really. At least, well, at least right. for me, where You're I'm right. sitting, we're basically just going off of of what the media is reporting. One more time, and it's interesting how it plays right into this anti-white narrative. And of course, in the immediate aftermath, I'm seeing you know reports coming out of like Jewish, the Jewish Telegraph Agency, for example. After Atlanta massacre, Jewish groups rally on behalf of Asian Americans. So here's our Jewish friends, you know, coming to the, you know, coming to the side of Asian Americans and, you know, demonizing whites as, you know, like racists that have targeted, you know, Asian Americans, etc. And of course, they they always want to circle back and, and and demonize Trump and how Trump has been critical of of the what he calls the China virus and how this has led to. You know, discrimination and hate against Asian Americans. It, it, it's so typical. It, it everything fits right into their narrative, and um, you know, just basically advances it. While the actual, real, legitimate violence that has taken place against Asian Americans, um, again, almost exclusively at the hands of, of of blacks, is totally not even reported, not even mentioned, not even discussed. Very convenient. I wonder why? Yeah. I wonder why it doesn't fit the mantra, does it? The script calls yeah, for it's, white it's a total, men to be it's a total killed. Outrage. Yes, and the whites are the evil ones. And again, the whites just sit back because they're not in media positions. 
most are not in leadership positions. If you look at the names, you look at the ethnicities, you look at the racial makeup, those within the organized corrupt media, you find they're almost all the, you know, the Abe Foxman types, the Rosenblatt's, uh, the Tittlebombs, and, you know, we can go down the whole list, the George Soros, Schwartz. Uh, they've got billions of dollars to play with, and they do play with it. They can hire people, pay them 50 bucks or whatever it is, and put them out in the street and say, go protest, you know, Black Lives Matter, you say, you know. And unfortunately for them, they're not resonating with most Americans or most black people. In fact, I, you know, I see everybody of all nationalities every day where I go. I see black people, and they don't, they don't look as if or act as if they're buying into this because they're not interested in the media. They're not interested in that. They want to be themselves and just live lives as they please and see the media won't let them do that they got to club us over the head every day they've got to bash us all the time bash the people divide and conquer is that saul alinsky philosophy yeah yeah no doubt and you know i i I think you're right i mean most people that i interact with and deal with are very skeptical of the media but they don't fully understand what the what the bigger picture is, you know, the yes. the overall anti-white agenda behind this all, the role that the Jews have played in undermining and, and basically destroying our country and taking it over, taking over all of the main, you know, levers of power at least. And um, yeah, it, it, it's incredible. I mean, we, I think you know the alternative media in general has made a lot of strides over the course of the past few years, certainly since the last time we spoke. But we've still got a long way to go to really sort of um, get people to understand that you know the the bigger picture and and, and really the 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 main um, the main agenda behind all of this, which is to you know as as we know to displace whites in the countries that they founded and, and created to begin with, and that is ultimately the the one of the main agendas behind all of this. And you know it's it's becoming again increasingly more and more obvious. This isn't some mm-hmm. secret. The, the racial double, double standards are so outrageous and so obvious. And, and you know, we, we see that with the way the media talks about talks about violence, talks about, you know, police, vi- alleged police violence, like this whole uh, George Floyd situation and the trial unfolding up there in, in Minneapolis now. It's, you know, this is no secret. This is obvious. And people yeah. see it, I think. But, you know, again, they're, they're sort of missing the, the bigger picture. No, you're right, because they're not allowed to delve into that. If they do start asking questions and do the kind of thinking we do, then immediately the axe falls. <sighs> Bigot, racist, anti-Semite, Nazi, you know, immediately those killer words come out of the closet, and then they're branded. And if they're branded, oh, they'll be ostracized on their social media platforms, and their friends will not like them anymore. And they'll say, oh, but you're not being nice, and you've got to be nice. And, yeah, we can think in a certain way, but don't think too much, because then you'll be, you'll be called these terrible names, and we don't want to be called that because we have of our families and our friends and so on and so forth. This is the way psychosis works, the psychological warfare on the mind right. of the Christians and of the whites. And, you know, I've studied this for 49 years of my life, John, in college and beyond. And I was telling the story on a local talk show the other day. I called one of the guys, and he was very grateful because I related how I went to college at a time in 1971. And I had a professor, and he was, he was pretty decent all in all, but he was a liberal Democrat, 
And he even said, my pappy was a Democrat. My grandpappy was a Democrat. My great-grandpappy was a Democrat. And I'm a Democrat. That was his narrow thinking. And you know that I earned an A in that classroom. He said so. But he assigned me a B. He assigned me a B, and he said one of the reasons was that I was so far ahead, he thought, of some of the other students who came from different backgrounds that it would only be fair that I leveled off the grade. Can you imagine? That is pure Marxism, taking from each according to each according, you see? To level, to level oh, yeah, out absolutely. Every, to equalize, yeah, and, you know? And, yeah, and that was taking place, you said, in the 70s. Think about it. Think about you know modern education today. It's oh. twenty times worse, right? You know, yeah, and it's interesting because when I was in college, I graduated college in the winter of two thousand eight, and uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't like at least in my experience, it wasn't like a super you know left wing environment, super you know anti white. At, at least in my experience, I mean, certainly I think that generally speaking, that's certainly the case today, but. Um, I, I feel like I got a, a fairly decent education, got a lot of you know interesting opportunities to study abroad and stuff like that. But now it's like, you're, why would you even pay to go to college? First off, you can't even attend, you know, and actually go on campus and, and get the real experience because of this COVID fraud. But secondly, you're just being basically indoctrinated with this anti-white left-wing agenda, which you know prevails across all college campuses today. It's it's really incredible what you see coming out. So, I mean, and, it, and it's and it's just a sign how all of these major institutions of power, academia, the media, have totally been taken over by the enemies of America. And they did that a long time ago, too. It was in the 1930s, you know, uh, when the Bolsheviks uh, in education started creeping in. They started to creep into academia, and they really started taking over the you know, professorships and the Rothschild families and their their friends were financing these these college uh, you know grants and they were also building up these uh, these department heads, the history and so on. And I found that to be the case. By the time I came along, forty five years later or so, it was already entrenched. And they were, you know, affected by, you remember the Fletcher mentality? It was a William Fletcher sensitivity training was now raising its ugly head in the 1960s, and you had to be more sensitive and appreciative of other races and of your own shortcomings and how bad you are if you don't put them first and so on and so forth. This was sensitivity training that was creeping into the schools into the high schools and the lower levels with the civics and all of that sort of garbage, you see. But no, I, I mean, I know because I encountered it, and I was an enemy uh, combatant in college uh, because of that, and uh, my grade suffered because of that as well. And so, you know, when you do that, you wind up reaping the consequences. We'll come right back with our guest, John Friend, in just a couple of minutes, folks. Stay with us. Tired of being lied to by mass media? 
It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Don't feel like the Lone Ranger. You've got the Radio Avenger on your side. Hey, Rick Adams. Hey, turn your horse radio on. Rick Adams is on. Ouch. And we're back now, folks. Uh, we'll take a couple of calls here and there. John, I, I trust you can stay until after the uh, hour is up, uh, can you? You know what? I've I've actually got to run here right right at the top of the hour. All right. So then, then let me speed it up a little bit. We have a caller, first of all, on the line from you, John in California. Let's see if we can bring him up. Hello, John. You're on the air with John Friend of the AFP. Yeah, hello, Rick. Very good show. John, I've read your – you've done a great job. I, I appreciate what you've done. I first subscribed to the Spotlight back in its inception – 
in the mid-70s and then continued all the way through American Free Press and the Barnes Review Magazine and RBN. Those three things, without them, I, I don't think I'd have any idea what's going on. I appreciate that. And all your writers, I always said uh, mm-hmm. that when how American, any of those, Free Press, the Barnes, how they keep bringing in new writers when others leave or, or pass away, unfortunately. But it's, it's so great that they can find people like you and the others. So, again, thank you very much and continuing on. And uh, I know it's not easy for you uh, writers sometimes, you know, the abuse you get and how you can keep going. But uh, I'm so glad you're, you're there for us. Thank you very much. Hey. Hey, well, thank you. Thank you for subscribing and supporting the publications. I, I, I certainly appreciate that. And you're right. Hey. I mean, there, there, there are very few print publications left in America anymore, certainly ones that are, you know, telling the truth and, and presenting information, you know, it's like a revisionist magazine. I mean, that's the Barnes Review is, is probably the only revisionist magazine in publication today. So I think it's extremely important, you know, to, to continue this sort of work. I can't find. I, do you have a? Do you have a, a an email to to reply to? Sometimes they have it. Sometimes they don't put it down all the time, especially for you. Yeah, actually, um, my website. I have. I have. Uh, you know, I sort of maintain my own independent website. It's therealistreport.com, therealistreport.com, and you can actually find a contact section right on my website, and you can you know send me an email privately there. Great. Yeah. One last thing I bring up. I, I haven't. I don't know if you ever thought about writing about this. I, I I keep forgetting to reply to the editor in the the uh, AFP. But a lot of these financial writers have been writing for a long time, and they're talking about you know you can still become wealthy and all this. And uh, the big thing is you know what what are they trying to say? You know if you you'd have to subscribe and pay a lot of money to really get what they say here's the key or what this stock's buying and uh sometimes i, I wouldn't mind it if, if one of you people if you were interested writing about that and I, i'm not saying if you can expose some of this i think some of this is you know not true or not but they're 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 saying to do all this but i think the biggest thing they they mentioned the federal reserve and all that but they never say that let's we need to dismantle that and dismantle irs the income tax you know that might bring the wealth back but uh what do you think about something like that? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's a, a very important topic. And it's one that American Free Press and the Barnes Review have, you know, sort of covered in their own ways over the years, no doubt. Um, you know, I, I guess to me, really, at this point, my main my main focus has been exposing the media because I think the media is controlling our minds and controlling the narrative to, stu- to such an extent that that first needs to be discredited. And I mean, I think, you know, we were sort of talking about this earlier in this interview. Um, I think that there are a lot more people that are very skeptical of the media. And I think Trump has played a key role. That's probably one of the most important things that he's done just by stepping foot on the political stage is is discrediting the mass media and, you know, coming up with the the term, the fake news. And, you know, people sort of sort of recognize and see how dishonest and bias the mainstream mass media is so that's sort of been my focus i mean i understand the banking system is is very important and you know their control of money and and you know the printing press and all that is is critical to the to their overall control but i have kind of focused more on the media um but you know that being said like i mentioned you know we, we certainly have covered this topic 
in both the newspaper and and in the magazine. Well, thank you, John. Yeah, I appreciate that. Just keep up the good work, and uh, I'll keep I'll keep it up. I'll keep reading you, and I try to pass on what I can. There's a lot of uh, deaf deaf ears. Don't want to listen, even family. But uh, I'll do it myself. If oh, we're all else, in that so. same boat. Thank you, John. Thank you, Rick. And, you know, that, yes, yep. And, thank uh, you. Thank you. Know, you. Appreciate there's it. There's a million different articles. I'm over exaggerating, but a lot you've written about, including this cancel culture whole business, which. Uh, really uh, actually describes what we're talking about. The anti-culture, anti-Christian, anti-conservative things that Pat Buchanan was talking about in his books 40 years ago, you know? And so, John Friend, thank you for joining us on this segment. I hope you can come back again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, Rick.